0: Good morning and welcome to the Lardis Podcast. This is season two. And today, as you can see, if you're on video, if you're on audio, we have Ari Studio, one of the co-founders of Lotrano Gallery. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I am your host for the evening, Mr. David Ronald, the other guy. You are listening to the L.A. Artist Podcast, where we chat with local artists about their works, styles, what influenced them to start their artist journey, and more. Subscribe so you don't miss the latest episode. And to see bonus content, check out our website on the description below. This podcast is produced by Lorano Gallery, an LA-based gallery and studio space dedicated to showcase work from upcoming artists, as well as provide space for art shows, workshops, photo and film production. Feel free to check out the gallery at loranogallery.com. But yes, hello and welcome to, this is going to be season two, and uh, we're bringing it back. Uh, one thing I will say for the audio listeners, it doesn't really uh, have anything to do with you guys. But for the video people, uh, can you move the sign that's like right behind you? Because it's kind of like buggy.
1: <laughs> nope. I want to be right in front of it. All right. Where the, Just... <sighs> How Just does, set it uh, next to you, I, I suppose.
0: Ah, uh, that works better. Yeah, we had uh, the Lotharano sign literally right behind our guests, where, where they're gonna be sitting. And how does that look? That looks pretty good. I can dig that. And um, and again, thank you for joining us. This is season two, season two, season two, <laughs> and uh, season one ended a little abruptly. Uh, but we mainly because we had uh, multiple shows almost back to back, and we had a couple of traveling uh, shows and stuff like that. So it kind of ended without an ending. But we're starting over, not really starting over, but we're bringing it back. And last season we had about thirteen, fourteen different artists, different friends that it's we good met group. along the night. Yeah. And uh, this season, we want to have more. We're already in talks with 10 artists that we're going to be recording this month. And then they'll be put out on a weekly basis, as you know, with the main podcast and an after show, which has been a pretty fun format to have uh, a way for the audience to get to know the artists and their journey and then the after show to get to know the artists as themselves yeah that's always fun (laughs) yeah and uh any memorable things that you remember from the
1: first season Ooh, a few memorable mainly the after shows (laughs) i mean the the main episodes are, are are cool and all but yeah, so that's going to be the fun part
0: about this uh, new location. Sorry, it kind of got a little bit interrupted. Uh, I'll try to see if you can hear any of the audio. If not, we'll just cut it and we'll be like, hello, and we're back. But uh, yeah, uh, we are technically outside doing the podcast this time. And you'll hear birds, you'll hear dogs, you'll hear helicopters and whatnot. But uh, yeah, just to switch it up cause it, to make it more comfortable.
1: Yeah, it, it, does, it does feel nice, nice out here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, hopefully it doesn't get
0: too hot or too cold. But we are prepared with heaters and all that fun stuff. And obviously coffee and yummy deliciousness for our
1: guests.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so back to uh, memorable moments. You were talking about the after shows.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. It's just just more fun, more relaxed environment to hang out with your friends that... You mainly just see at art shows, at galleries, you know, at all these events. But it's like, it's good to just just hang out and and just talk.
0: Yeah, and and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do that format of an after show. Mainly because I want to get to know the artists as people, as humans, as friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we'll have topics, I think, I remember... With Ashley Wright, we started the after show talking about do we like Krispy Kremes or Dunkin' Donuts Mm -hmm. and and little things like that just to get to know the artists more personally. Yeah, And hopefully that conveys to the audience so the audience can get to know them personally and you can see their quirks, their styles, their life
1: in their art. Mm -hmm. Crazy talks like uh, with Alex, we just randomly said something about ai and then we went to a whole thing about ai with ricky just randomly started talking about video games (laughs) so it's 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 chill times
0: yeah and uh and that is one of the aspects that i do want to highlight and uh and make sure that we can find a good rhythm with our artists to just chit chat Mm. Mm -hmm. and obviously the main podcast Focus will be on art, any art questions or specific tips and tricks and whatnot. But, yeah. uh, you know, the after show keeping it a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. And um, with that in mind, uh, having the main podcast be more focus minded. One of the things that I wanted to talk about on this podcast is we've been doing the gallery for... A little bit over two years now. Seems about right. And we've done, uh, we've hosted and curated shows here on our gallery location as well as at the brewery shows. And uh, I guess my question would be, you as an artist that also does other shows hosted by other people, uh, what is your takeaway on making your own show versus going to somebody else's show or participating in somebody else's.
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, hosting our own shows, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but it's a lot of work. It's exhausting. Um, a lot of planning, uh, hoping as well. (laughs) Um, but it's, I don't know. I feel like it's way more fun because you're involved with so many different people. Um, We've done some solo shows here, um, which is cool. But uh, I prefer uh, the group shows because you get to hang out with more artists. You get inspired by all these awesome paintings. That's why, like, the brewery shows are some of my favorites Um, versus go applying to shows which is cool um it's more concentrated on your own artwork uh you get to talk to so many like different potential uh clients potential art collectors um which is a lot of fun as well um but i still feel that i prefer when we do our own shows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I can dig that. And uh, and yeah, and and even just on my side, planning the logistics of a show is definitely not easy.
1: Oh, it's also, also also, maybe the reason why I like our own shows is because I don't do the planning. <laughs> I'm just, I just do the partaking. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I, I think that's how we ended up kind of structuring our, 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 shows, you're the, uh, somewhat the face of it. And I'm the, I'm the worker or <laughs> the, the mastermind behind it. And because it, it is fun. I, I do agree on that. I love, um, getting to know new artists that apply to our shows, but just, we have a, a small group of artists that we can always hit up and be like, Hey, we're doing a show. Do you want to be a part of it? And, yeah, sure. Sign me up. Uh, or like, oh, I can't make it, but uh, here are some paintings that I that I'm not submitting to somewhere else. Like, yeah, bring them along. And uh, but definitely the the logistics of it is a little bit trickier versus applying to somebody else's show. Yeah, because obviously they're doing the logistics of it. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I I do agree on that. It's definitely it's funner and I would say more rewarding because you're putting the show together. You are. Doing the uh, posts, the invitations, the figuring out which artists are going to be a part of it, what size paintings they have, and then laying them out. I feel like that's always the thing that takes the the longest when we're setting up a show. Yeah. Making sure that the layout is good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and not just put pieces up uh just because we were running out of time which again that's me uh i, I just <laughs> want it up uh, i just want the show to happen but then that's where you come in and be like okay no th- this piece can go with this other artist or like this these group of artists have a similar style so it can flow better and then introduce another artist next to them and then whatnot. yeah
1: but with all that said in mind i still want to apply to a whole bunch of more other other shows yeah yeah um learn from other shows and also just branch out to like way more people and then uh hopefully that introduces them to our shows (laughs) so that that is one thing that
0: i feel like i've been doing more and more is i would apply to a show not necessarily to sell something or to sell a piece which again that's the end that's the end goal i do want to sell art Mm -hmm. but uh. If I can meet other artists and network and yeah. have potential collaborations, I feel like that's that's
1: good too. Yeah, and that's uh that's the thing. Like, you can do that. I like, it's a little bit harder for me to do that, because um, when I do other people's shows, it's hard for me to like, leave my spot to go. And meet other artists. Uh, for for most of the shows that I do, because I'm either behind the table, in front of my wall, um, or just people are looking at my art constantly. That I can't really have too much of a break to go explore. That's why when we do shows like uh pancakes and booze, we have like a small setup just three to six paintings on the walls and then like the prints at the bottom and then because it's a easy setup that's when i have time to go see other people while they're setting up uh so it's only before shows and after shows that that i can like network with other artists but uh during shows is like very very difficult
0: yeah yeah uh, again and And to the audience, to the to our viewers, our dynamic is Andy is the artist, like the living, breathing. He's a working artist. He that's has his main job, and and I can kind of get away with, you know, not necessarily having to sell art because I do other projects. I have other clients, you know, doing uh, media for people, film producing, uh DPing, directing, whatnot, and um, yeah. So I have another avenue, which again, it's a very interesting topic to have, which is something that I do want to ask our our guests is is that how do you manage that? Like do you need to have a part time job so you can pursue your goal of being a working artist or are you just creating art as a hobby, while your income is taken care of some somewhere else? Yeah, and I
1: feel and I feel like artists in general, like sometimes they do have you know their their main um, income jobs, or whatever they're called, and um, and then do art as a passion, do art because they need the creativity to come out and um, not necessarily as their full-time job but as something like because we're all like artists we're all passionate we have our day-to-day jobs and then like all right after after all that's done I need to like release and just be creative and then and then that works for a lot of people um, some people don't want to have like a full-time art job or they do. It's just not in their, in their like plans or, or capabilities. Um, but either way, it's, it's all good. As long as you just stay creative one way or another, you don't even have to draw to be creative. You just, you know, do other things, but just stay creative. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I, I, I do hear that a lot from people who have, you know, just a, a regular job and, and they'll come up to us like, oh, you're like, you're so creative. I wish I can do that. Like, I'm, I'm not creative or I can't draw a stick figure. I'm like, well, creativity, you know, it's not just, you know, paint on canvas. Like, you could be creative with uh, problem solving. Uh, That's being creative, you know, if you like puzzles or if at your job you have to be uh, a problem solver and you're creative in that fashion, or if you're an accountant, like numbers are, yes, very analytical, but you can find creativity in numbers, Mm -hmm. you know, in patterns and whatnot. So like everyone is creative. They just... Don't think that their creativity is up to par to an artist that's paint on canvas, type of thing.
1: Also, it's a skill. It's not something you're like, oh, you're just born naturally creative. Like, no, you yeah. it's, You, you just, have to practice. Yeah, you have to practice. You have to, you know, you just learn. So, yeah, and just keep doing
0: it. And, uh, Cause uh, yeah, I think we you know we've we've talked about how we always have sketchbooks. None none of the sketchbooks are usually finished, but uh, oh, like, I just bought two more this week. <laughs> yeah, and uh, cause mainly because they were on sale. Oh yeah, and but a lot of people don't see the bad art that artists have on their sketchbooks, on their idea boards, on their practice
1: canvases and uh that would be a cool show to put together just like a a sketch art show yeah that would be interesting to just displaying people's sketchbooks either yeah i don't know i have to talk to you more about that because i don't like most artists wouldn't want to like you know tear the 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 pages, the pages from their sketchbooks. But but what about like mounting it on somehow like on, yeah. on frames and then just uh, uh, displaying the uh, one sketch that they want from the book?
0: Either that or just having like little, like how they have uh, at libraries, the, the book holders, like a little just slanted uh, little platform where you can set the book and then you just ruffle through
1: it yeah yeah that'll be that'll have to be more like um not too open to the public type of thing because we don't want like just random people we want people that actually appreciate art to yeah. ruffle through them yeah yeah know, like we're art concepts during yeah during the main pod- <laughs> during the podcast yeah, and, and again, that, that's that's yeah. one of the things with the main
0: podcast and and, that, of- and
1: and that's and that's the thing about about like these shows sometimes you just think of something and you have to act on it or like write it down or like because otherwise we'd forget about about the show yeah so, and yeah. that's the thing with 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 sketches an idea pops up three four in the morning you wake up you do the idea and then you wake up again <laughs> and you're be like, like, what, what did it, I do? Yeah, what, w- is what, this what is
0: this, like this squiggle? What? <laughs> like I, I know I've done that for poems where I have an idea and I have to jot it down. If I do it on paper, I can't really read my writing when I'm writing at 2, 3 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I usually just either use the voice memo to actually speak it Onto the the phone, yeah, or type it out, but that takes longer, and and the idea goes away. But yeah, that that is that would be cool to do a show like that.
1: Yeah, just even if even if you have like new sketches specifically for the show that you would want to you know Showcase. frame up. Yeah, hmm, I can do that. Yeah, Thumb, a thumbnail, thumbnails sketch art show on on little like three two by three
0: well yeah because we have toyed with the idea of four by six of doing a show a miniature show we
1: do want to do a miniature show yeah Uh, a miniature art show
0: those are always fun uh just because the concept of doing something miniature that's still detailed and and planned out it's it's Not
1: easy to do miniatures and we could fit so many artists. We could fit so many artworks of artists, because normally, like for our shows we we tell the artists you know anywhere between three to three five. to five paintings because um of some space. artists paint big, so <laughs> we can't fit that many artists if like everybody has like three like thirty six by thirty six paintings or whatever. yeah. Um, And then artists that do give us some smaller paintings, uh, we fit more of them just because, you know, they're smaller paintings. So like we have an artist that gives us about nine to 12 paintings, but most of them are like six by six. So it works out. But uh, for a miniature art show, we could have like either our same amount of artists, just like a whole bunch of paintings Or we could fit so many different artists. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's... And again, that's the logistical aspect of curating a show is... Planning it out, seeing how much space you have. Doing a a miniature show would be amazing. We've done uh, six by six shows. That was fun. That that were really fun. Um, Yeah, because usually when we do a brewery show we'll have uh, an estimated or an average of 20 artists, mm-hmm. each one giving us, an again, an average between three to five paintings. If they have miniature ones, then we'll get more. If they have huge ones, then we'll get less. Because uh, our main sizes can go anywhere from six by six all the way to Thirty-six by thirty-six, and um, we have a couple artists that will get some of their paintings to display uh, that are a little bit above thirty-six by thirty-six. They're roughly like thirty by forty, or what's the yeah, only one or two, yeah, Mm -hmm. like or in the forty by forty range because they're framed, yeah, and um, mainly we just want under 36 by 36 cuz it's easier to transport yeah. uh, cuz tr- that's the other thing transporting art is not
1: the easiest to do yeah and that's that's the thing about other other shows as well is like there's a, a window to display um for other shows which is um if I mean, if all artists were on time, then we wouldn't really be artists. (laughs) So um, but uh, but there are some shows where it's like you have a certain window to to take your artwork. And then as uh, the artist or, or as the curator or host, you're waiting for them, for the artist to bring the artwork before you can hang up. Right, and most most of the shows, they're like, all right, yeah, you could drop off any time, uh, two days in advance, uh, to the space, but then that the the curator has to rent out the space that they're doing uh the work on. You know, it's not if it's a two day show, and plus then another plus two another day. two days uh for the artist to drop off beforehand. And then then the the following day to take everything down. It's it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Um but for us we give the artist a week before the show to drop it off at our place. And then we go hang either um day of uh in the morning. And everything is like all the art is there, so it's like it's a bit yeah easier
0: and and yeah because we've toyed with that concept even from from the get-go like what what would be easier for the artists because we also have the artists in mind yeah because when if we were to give them a specific time and date to drop off some people can't make it on that specific date yeah or between those specific hours um so we had the idea, we'll just drop it off whenever you can, you know, a couple days before the show mm-hmm. and that way doing it at your own time, whenever you're ready, just drop it off and then we'll take care of everything else. And uh, just to make it easier for the artists and uh, yeah, it's more work on us, but if the artist is happy then they're coming back (laughs) you know
1: it's more work on us but also it's less work on us because if everybody was able to drop off uh you know the the morning before the show um because not everybody gets there at the same time we can't really figure out where the art pieces are going like if an artist brings a lot of little pieces. All right, we'll have some empty spaces. Uh, If the next artist brings big pieces and it's like, it's harder to like move around uh, the artwork to make it flow or to make it fit. But if we have all the artwork and then we can arrange it before we set it up. Yeah. With a better flow and like uh, easier, like sizes and all that. So yeah.
0: And, And we'll have a, an idea of how many paintings we're going to have before the show so we know how many how much wall space we can cover mm-hmm. uh if we know if somebody drops off big paintings that we weren't expecting we're like okay now we have a couple days to figure out how to display those and stuff like that
1: too. yeah because if we we're waiting for the artist to drop off and then we put everything close together just so that make sure that like all the artwork fits and then it's too close together and we have like two empty panels. It's like okay, now, now, now we, we got to spread everything rearrange out. Rearrange <laughs> everything. Yeah. But yeah, that that is the the hard part. It's the fun part too. Yeah. Like a little Tetris yeah. with the art.
0: And uh what shows uh do you have coming up that uh that aren't too far away um
1: well i'm always doing first fridays uh in bixby knows in long beach um so that's coming up we're recording this on a tuesday and we are having the show on the friday of so that's coming up in like a couple of days yeah. for me uh gonna be applying to another show same venue um just different people renting the space. Uh the night market. We'll see if I if I get in. I got in last time. It was pretty cool. Uh we'll see. We'll see if I could get in this time again. Um And I have yeah. no idea because I'm not thinking past <laughs> Too far, February. Yeah. Well yeah, and also there's
0: been a couple of shows that we always do, like Pancakes and Booze. Yeah. But they haven't announced the dates yet for L.A. and for San Francisco. Because mm-hmm. those are... I, I, I know for the most part they do them um, like February, March-ish, I think. Yeah. Sometimes in January, but they haven't released the dates yet. Yeah. <clears throat> those are some that uh, we definitely want to cover on other podcasts. on Because uh, we have a couple artists that have been uh, a part of that show as well. So it,
1: it's another... Great show. Mm-hmm. I do want to see if I could apply to some like some conventions, um, if it's uh, if it's not too late. Uh, some nothing as big as Comic Con or anything like that, but you know some smaller ones, just to you know dip my toes in <laughs> in some of those areas. See, see what I what I need to um, expand on for my artwork or like if it even fits. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, those are those are always fun. The the smaller conventions are easier to like, uh, to get into. Same year, uh, the bigger ones, it's a year in advance. <laughs> so yeah,
0: yeah, because that, that's how. Well, the LA Comic Con and San Diego Comic Con, they have a large waiting list. I think. Yeah. Anime. Con has a. <laughs> Anime also, Expo. Um, and. Same thing. <laughs> like yeah. th- they also have a, a, I think like at least a six month, uh, waiting list, but um, uh, but yeah, no, it it's it's always fun to do shows. <clears throat> I I do enjoy being a part of different shows. Sometimes I enjoy the setup, like planning out the setup more than the the show itself,
1: itself. <laughs>
0: cuz i remember even just from doing the the um, the LA County Fair which you know was a month long event mm-hmm. planning out how we were going to set up to make it look uh essentially to make it look like a gallery we we got a a double booth uh i sketched out and planned
1: out how we can build walls. That setup did look nice.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and like how many panels, how many walls, how long mm-hmm. is the space, how many paintings fit. All that fun stuff, again, was my style of creativity, the, the problem solving, which was mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. And then even when we do uh, like smaller shows or more reoccurring shows like First Friday's, uh, I, I like to make sure that I don't just put pieces up just because I have to put pieces up, but uh, I make it, I don't know, a little artsy, a little abstract. I, I do a lot of smaller pieces, 4 by 4 in size. So when I put the 4 by 4 pieces on the walls, I don't just make them be in a perfect line just because I don't like perfection sometimes. <laughs> So I'll make it be a little bit more abstract and it makes people look at it uh, easier or, or like get a, a better sense of attention because it's not a generic format of one next to the other in a consecutive line.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Does that make sense?
1: It does. And it works for, it It works, it works sometimes. Um, It works for... I I say fifty percent of the people, because the other fifty percent are less creative and uh, less imaginative, and it gives them a headache. That it's like, why isn't it? When why isn't, why it, isn't it in order? Yeah. Why, why isn't it straight? Why why is one higher than the other? And we just laugh at those people. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Because it, it is one of those things where. We mess with a couple people every now and again, and we'll put a, a flyer upside down or a business card slightly crooked or a painting, a little bit of skew. Yeah. And then there's always someone who's trying to fix it. And I'm like, that's, that's the point. Just don't get it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, thank you for coming over and looking at the painting (laughs) and trying to fix it. But, uh. Don't try to fix it. Just look at it. <laughs> 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 and like, sorry, it gives you a headache because it's askew or crooked or whatnot. And that, that's, that's the point. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make people get headaches. No,
1: no, not really. Yeah, but I do, I do prefer like in-person art shows rather than like online art shows. Yeah. I do like people's reactions, good or bad. Yeah. Um. At the, at the artwork. Yeah
0: yeah and and speaking of good and bad and doing you know different shows, one of the questions that that I wrote down on my little knee cue cards and whatnots is um, what what role does that play in your creativity? the doing art by yourself versus doing art with others or collaborating with others, or even just brainstorming with others?
1: I don't know, I'm I mean, I like doing you know my own thing um, I haven't done too many collaborative pieces um, we have talked to, to quite a few artists that we wanna do collabs um maybe this year it'll be the year of the collabs um but um. I don't know uh it's I do I do like painting just by myself zen um uh but I do enjoy just painting alongside other creatives um just to get inspiration from like their color combinations or like you know their their art styles kind of like match the energy mm-hmm. um it's like so many like different artists have like such cool cool styles like uh tasha and her like geo shapes it fits so well with <laughs> with my styles uh Ashley's like colors and textures are so cool uh male like pastel. Um, color schemes that she uses for her for her artwork, for her like illustration stuff. Uh, um, I like those colors. I'm starting to use a little bit more of 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 those colors. So you get like when you're like looking at these artists, like you just I just get inspired to continue painting my own artwork, not. I don't know. I am still. I'm still not in, in the collaborative mood or would, or like looking to do collaborations with other artists. Um, but. Um, yeah, I, I do. I do enjoy just like just getting inspiration from their styles and their energies. So I can yeah. do that. You
0: know. Yeah. Cause uh, I, I do see that a lot from you is like you do get inspired by others, by their styles. Yeah. And then you redirect that into your own art yeah. to do more, but it's not like you want to collaborate with others for the sake of collaborating. You, you yeah. rather just feed from their energy and yeah. put it into your own pieces.
1: It's got to be, it's got to feel right for the collab to happen. And um, it feels like my robots can collaborate with so many different art, but it wouldn't feel like a cohesive piece at the moment. It'll just be like, oh, they both painted on the same canvas. They're not like interacting with one another. It's not yeah. like reflecting one piece with the other piece so um until it feels right and um or until like we have like a good art concept that both feed from each other being on the same canvas i don't think i'm gonna be collabing anytime soon
0: (laughs) i can do that you know and and you know i can respect that for sure because yeah i know we've had a couple collab pieces but uh, but yeah, it's I think there was maybe the the tree branch uh, robot
1: that was fun. I want to do that one again.
0: And and yeah. that one we were able to truly collaborate and make it look good. Yeah. Make it look like they belong together. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I know I think we did another one where it was just my palm up top and your robots at the bottom, and it was like yeah, that one didn't work. It didn't great. work. as yeah. great. Yeah, I think we still have it in the back somewhere. Uh, I up. painted over oh, yeah. your part.
1: Even <laughs> even better. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: I was about to say like no, oh, we should
1: uh, redo that one. <laughs> it's 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 up. It's the the wood panel with the um um the spray paint background. Ah, okay. Yeah, and no no alien on it. So that's yeah. I just painted over just to reuse reuse and the uh, yeah. keep the keep the painting intact. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, yeah, because it was a good wood panel. Like those
1: things were kind of yeah. pricey. Yeah, no. Got to work on the uh, uh a flowier script. We need a like a liner a liner brush because that one we just did it with a with a paint marker, and it didn't didn't work so well for for what for the 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 uh the script of oh, the poem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need a better uh script brush. Yeah, yeah. Which again they're... to make it artsy. And that means I have to practice script brush.
0: Yeah. No. But speaking of script brushes, uh-huh. uh, let's transition over to our Quickenay. We, we can do a quick little Quickenay, one of the uh, our podcast's favorite little sections. Because, again, <laughs> we get to just chit-chat, go a little bit off off stream a little bit. And uh, if you're a new listener, uh, Quickenay is a series of quick answers and questions mainly questions i do and he answers and whatnot and uh there are no wrong answers but you do get a grade on them so answers must be correct at all times and if they're not correct then you lose quick and easy got it so if you go back to season one episode one i think we i think it was just us again right it was mm-hmm. the first one. Mm-hmm. and uh if you want to do your homework and see what grade he got on that other one but we'll start off again with the with the plain and simple ones and um to get the groove going so you ready
1: just looking at the bird right there oh it left oh now it's right here Oh, look at hello birdie
0: All um right. <laughs> sorry uh, I should I should add that to the to the questions um,
1: so pen or pencil I'm sticking with pen ballpoint or gel pen Uh ballpoint is I like it better for coloring in Uh favorite shape Ooh, I'm still with the triangle I like the and triangle, triangle guy. I can take that mm-hmm. uh do you finish sketchbooks or just buy another one Oh, I just bought two more this week. I said earlier in the podcast, so I finished the sketchbook. (laughs) Uh, Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, What food would pair good with your art? Mm, I feel like uh, uh, enchiladas, just because that's what I'm craving right now (laughs) when I see them. I can do that. Uh, What is the most used color? Um besides black, it would have to be blue. That that's the most used color? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I see so many blues. Yeah. Uh
0: what show, TV show or Netflix show are you obsessed with right now?
1: Obsessed? I don't think I'm obsessed with no shows.
0: Or that you been watched just because it was new.
1: Oh, uh One Piece. Yeah. Just because um I don't have Crunchyroll, so I can't see the new ones, but uh uh Netflix has One Piece, so I'm catching up slowly. Slower than others. Uh would you sell art
0: in person or online? Ooh, I prefer in person. It's like I don't know. People's reactions are so cool. Do you like talking to people or just
1: answer random questions? Um I'll talk to people if they talk to me. Um, I'll engage a little bit just to break the ice uh, in shows, but um, but it, uh, it, for shows, I just talk about my art, not about other things. So yeah.
0: Most frequently asked question: Did you draw that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like that's gonna be every artist's
0: <laughs> answer, give or take. Uh da-da-da-da. What? Oh, I did that one. I did that one. Uh, do you have a dedicated space, or do you just paint wherever you want?
1: Um, my dedicated space is wherever I'm sitting, whether it be the bedroom or the gallery. Uh, coffee or tea. Coffee here, tea in Mexico i can do that favorite tea um there's a tea in mexico called engorda cabra which means like a uh, cow fattening the cow fattening a cow fattener or whatever it's called i don't know I it's is is this one bush with like little tiny uh uh purple flowery uh that is uh, it's it, uh, we see it a lot outside in Zacatecas, Mexico. Uh, it was it tastes really really good when it's boiled. It's it it's like a like a reddish type of tea. It tastes really good. Uh, hot. It tastes very good. Cold.
0: i gonna. If anybody knows the name of that in in Amer- in the Americas in Gorda Cabra, I haven't. I haven't.
1: <clears throat> I like haven't a, done much research on
0: it. Yeah, the actually. I think that the bush kind of resembles like chamomile because chamomile has like little yellow little ball thingish, like Yeah, little but thingish, it's but the it's
1: different color. I, I mean, it's it's very different actually. No, it's not the oh, same. it's, not, it's no, not. No, it's not oh, the I same.
0: though. No. I don't. I don't really remember. I was too young. I think. <laughs> no, it's not the same. Uh, drink of choice while you're painting. Ooh, while I'm painting, uh, it's either water or soda drink of choice while you're not painting
1: um so it's either a daiquiri or i think my my newest favorite drink um uh your fiance's uh sister was like kind of had the idea of of doing like a coconut themed drink so now i do uh uh coconut syrup lemon and gin and then just mix all that with ice or like just mix it, mix it in nice, chill it in ice or whatever it's called. And, uh, that is super good. So that's, that's my new favorite right now. I can do that. And then last question, chess or checkers? Chess. Are you good at both? No. <laughs> or neither? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I'm bad at checkers. I'm not so good at chess. Are you better at chess than checkers? Yes. We should have a, a chess
0: tournament with the artists just to see what they do. Um, but yeah, I'll come in second to last place. I'll beat one person maybe. <laughs> well, you could beat out of, me out of, for, out of out of out of hundred for, for the most part. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, thank you for participating on the quick and a. That's, that was quick and easy. And um, yeah, for you audience members, what grade do you think he should receive for that? Because there were a couple good questions and a couple good answers. B plus, B plus. B plus. Yeah, I, I would say, I would say between a B and a B plus, I guess. B plus.
1: plus. B plus plus.
0: B plus plus. I can do that, but yeah. So thank you for, uh, for the quickening. No, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. I like it's, it. It's easy. It's 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 one thing that we wanna, you know, just uh, break the ice with the artist after we've been talking for like forty minutes.
1: I feel. I feel like. Some of my answers might have changed a little bit fr- since, since, the last time. since the last time. Yeah. Um, s- some of the answers stayed the same. Yeah. As they should be. I- <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> I should I, I should be evolving. Nah, that's 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 not for the
0: human race. <laughs> but uh, with a race in mind, uh. We're going to do a quick little commercial break and we'll be right back. Hello there fellow podcast listener. Are you ready to style up your game while supporting your favorite podcast show? We are introducing a brand-new apparel line by LosRano Gallery. With every purchase, you're not just going to be looking amazing, but you'll keep your favorite podcast alive and kicking. From tees to hoodies, dive into our collection at losranogallery.com understore trust us your wardrobe and this podcast will appreciate it so thank you for shopping and listen but yeah welcome back uh hopefully you enjoyed the uh ad or commercial or just probably me doing a voiceover to let you guys know that we'll be bringing out some merch and whatnot, and if that was not the commercial, we'll be bringing out some merch Ooh. and whatnot. And
1: um, Rano Gallery merch,
0: La Rano Gallery merch. Uh, we're Artist working merch? on that, and yeah, the Lardest, the Lardest podcast merch. Um, My I... merch? maybe your merch is your art, <laughs> but yeah. So l- let's let's dive into that a little on the the commercial aspect of being an artist like because obviously the original art pieces are originals they're one of a kinds they're priced at a lot higher price and uh versus more commercialized uh pieces i know uh like i said we're gonna do merch we want to put our logo which we've designed on everything put it on hats on shirts on sweaters on teacups i suppose
1: mm-hmm.
0: so how do you balance that do you have uh a preference of commercial art versus all original art
1: i do prefer the original art um i feel like i have I mean, the prices on my artwork are not too high. Uh, I keep it on the lower end. Eventually, they will be like super expensive that only the elite people can afford my artwork. But that's like in 100 years from now. Um, uh, I, have, I do sell a lot of the smaller pieces, which are like below $50 range. Which are still original, but they're like four by twelves and like six by six and four by fours, which are a lot of fun to 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 work on um in between bigger pieces uh bigger pieces would be anywhere like um one fifty to like nine hundred dollar range uh a few a few you know one k stuff here and there um but um for commercial stuff i like to have pins they're fast easy affordable it's like 10 dollars a pin it's it's nice um and it's of my artwork so uh i do i do enjoy having those stickers everybody likes stickers i like stickers i need to make more stickers cuz right now i only have six designs one of them which has sold out and i don't think i'm bringing that design back the 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 circle um the barrel, uh, top. barrel top uh which was really cool uh the people that got it did enjoy that it was a barrel top um but i feel like making newer designs um the ones that the ones that i that are not sold out is because I recently got um more uh, uh more stock mm. on that because uh they'll, they'll they'll sell a little bit faster they're more uh whimsical they're like the the image on it is a little bit better uh since they were um uh digitally uh drawn and painted uh by you <laughs> i just i just did the sketch and then you just vectored and colored yeah. Uh, so so I wanna do more designs of that. Um, the wood barrel one was just a, a, a photo image of the painting, which people that's why people liked it. But the image on the other pieces were a little bit better and brighter or bigger and brighter. So uh, you know, commercially like that sells a little bit better. So um gonna start veering towards that uh prints i might i might do prints um i'm still i'm still like on the fence uh with with uh prints for my artwork um uh, it'll it'll have to depend on on the piece if it's like very unique then i might do prints but uh since a lot of my images are similar um and i don't know i feel like people prefer uh the uniqueness of having uh, an original <laughs> rather than rather than a, a print of my work since my originals are just affordable um but yeah stick stickers and pins uh that's 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 my type of merch. Yeah, that that's your bread and that's my type of merch. (laughs) Yeah, and again, yeah, uh,
0: because I can chime in a little bit on that. On, you know, the margins for that are good. You have good profit margins for that. You can the cost to design and produce pins are not as high as they used to be. Yeah, they're a lot more affordable. You can get them done a lot easier, a lot faster.
1: The turnaround is pretty good for the company that we use.
0: Yeah. And also the everybody loves pins. It's something that you can wear, Yeah, you know, whether it be on a casual jacket or on a formal jacket or on a backpack or on a purse, uh, you know, mm-hmm. on a hat. I have some on my hats. and um,
1: I'm even starting to, like, tell people, like, because people that, are, that don't know how to wear pins, I just tell them, buy a canvas at an art supply store and then just push the pins onto the canvas. And it's like your collection, your pin collection can become your artwork, your yeah. art piece at your home. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Because that is one thing that we're doing here. We have, uh, mm-hmm. how,
1: well, how big is the, the We're canvas? almost a third of the way. Uh, so the canvas uh, that I have is a 24 30, by 40, 24 40 by 48. 48. 48. Yeah. It's a two foot by four foot canvas vertical. And uh, I sprinted it gray just so that the, the pins can pop a little bit more. And uh, we're a third of the way. Yeah. We we'll, we'll <laughs> probably have a little bit over a hundred plus. No. Eh, plus? I have no idea, but it's a lot.
0: Between 75 and a hundred pins. From you know, artists that we know, you know, artists that are friends, our own pins, and um, just pins that we liked and mm-hmm. enjoyed. And every time we go to, whether it be an art show or uh, a convention, or if there are pins, like we want to see them, we want to get some because again, they're on the affordable side. You know, it's they're on average. I think the the average price is ten dollars.
1: Yeah, yeah. The pins pins can range between ten to fifteen. Um, some specialty pins people will sell them like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Maybe twenty if it's like a, a very limited edition. Limited edition, like big size. Um, some artists like they even sell pins like at five, six bucks. Yeah. So. It's very affordable and it's like a piece of their artwork. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I I do prefer pins over prints Mm -hmm. for the aspect of, you know, you can wear it, you know, you can show it off versus having an eight by 10 print that I have to find a frame for it and then find a location for it and uh, not saying that prints are bad, you know, because you can get yeah, but, uh, a, a nice archival G-Clay print. But the average visitor, you know, coming to our house will be like, oh, that's a cool print. And that's it, you know. Yeah. Versus a pin like, oh, that's a cool pin. And then like, oh, it's shiny and it's wearable.
1: Yeah, but that only works in our case since we already have a lot of things on the walls, a lot of paintings on the walls. Um but for for the typical art collector consumer um if they can't afford the original of the painting, they would like a nice detailed yeah print of that painting, so it's like that that works in that case, but for people that don't have wall space, then just get a pin yeah it's 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 easier ooh, I might actually. I might want to start selling my pins a little bit more expensive, but putting them like punching them through like the small canvases that they, that, that, that Michael's has the, the oh. two by three uh, little canvases. And then just, just paint the background and then just put the pin and then put a little frame on it. Oh, the, new project the framing pins. That would be cool. But again, it's would that be just for that would be just for fun. I would only have like five, okay <laughs> yeah, and again that, that's that's where it's like unless it blows up, and then I just have another five more yeah,
0: yeah, because you know th- that's where the the original versus commercial aspect comes into play because you know it's you know when when we, when we're talking about commercials like we have to mass produce it, yeah, so anybody at any time can get it yeah, and um. Versus original art that's like you can't mass produce original art and make it be good and meaningful. Yeah. You know, because it's, you know, time is everything. And most of the time, the more time you spend on a painting, the more of yourself you're putting into your piece. Mm -hmm. And uh, not saying that commercials, uh, paintings are soulless, but. You know, they, you can see the difference between someone putting in, you know, a hundred hours on a painting versus someone putting in 20 minutes or an hour, Mm -hmm. give or take.
1: But, uh, but I do, I do feel like prints are crucial for an artist. Um, just because you know not not a lot of people can afford a big piece and if people are buying your artwork as a artist it's hard to like paint or like to produce a lot of artwork when you have like a big demand so that's why people get prints yeah and uh, that way you could keep selling while you're in the middle of making new stuff yeah and it's, so.
0: and also the size of it. Like you said, the wall space aspect mm-hmm. of it. Because, like, you know, usually you would get a print of a painting that is too big for your house and it's too much money. So you get uh, 8 by 10, 11 by 14, you know, even 20 by 30 poster size print of the painting. Mm-hmm. And because uh, the original painting is too big. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, but yeah, but yeah, we do. Are we are looking into doing merch, uh, for even just for the gallery, um, just again to have that accessibility for anyone who wants to support the podcast. They can you know buy a hoodie, be worn and showcase the gallery, or uh have a hat with the largest podcast you know supporting the podcast and stuff like that but that's it's in the works we have a couple uh prototypes uh we are making pins for the largest podcast Uh, we have a couple pins for the gallery itself um all that's going to be linked in the description hopefully (laughs) if i if i remember (laughs) mainly if i don't forget Uh, But yeah, Uh, with that in mind, we, you know, we want to thank you for listening to the podcast and uh, supporting the podcast. Again, this is going to be season two. Season uh, two. This episode will probably be out as soon as we're done recording for the most part, just because we do want to have that ball rolling. Every Wednesday. No, I don't know when. Yeah. Every, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Ooh, I got it right. <laughs> Every Wednesday morning, we're going to have a new episode coming out. It's going to be on all the platforms available for podcasting, which will be on Apple, on Spotify, Google Play, uh, uh, Amazon, uh, Amazon Music. They have a podcast section uh, also on iHeartRadio and some of the other uh, podcast platforms. Um, they're a little bit more obscure, but, you know, people are still listening to them. So you can listen to them everywhere. Uh, we will have a uh, video podcast as well. And, uh, the video podcast won't come out the same day as the audio podcast, just cause the video does take a little bit longer time to edit and all that fun stuff. But, uh, uh, if I can stream that line that a little bit better, uh, they should be coming out close if not a day apart. And uh yeah, any any final remarks? I know usually we always ask our guests uh for a tip of the day type of thing. Like what what would you tell uh an upcoming artist? So I, I guess for for our tip coming into this year, what tip would you give somebody?
1: draw more. Not necessarily paint more, just draw more. Um uh, fundamentals like is key. Um so if you if you start developing or continue developing, you know, the the drawing, then your paintings would, you know, come out good, but uh just 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 draw more. I can At make- least that's what I'm trying to tell myself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then I guess my tip
0: would be um, just if you can't find a show to do, make your own. You know, just set up art in your place and tell your friends to come over and check out your work, you know? That works. Because again, everyone, you know, as an artist, we have artwork at our house and if we can't go to a show or there's no shows coming up it's like why limit yourself you know like just invite people over tell one friend and have that one friend bring two other people you know and if you do that if you tell 10 people to each one bring two other people to see your art that's a lot of that's already thirty people, <laughs> you know. That's called a Ponzi scheme. Uh, it's a pyramid <laughs> scheme. No, but uh, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, just just do a show, like showcase your art everywhere and anywhere. And you know, if you have a a, a small apartment and you may not have enough space, well, so like, does your friend have a garage or do you have a garage? Just set up art your garage, or one of the things that we do here every now and again we'll do an open gallery event where the artwork is not necessarily on the walls all the time. It's like we'll have racks where we store art, like look through them. <laughs> you, know? Mm-hmm. you know, like we don't have to display them perfectly. It's like no, just come over, look at the art, and if you like it, cool, buy it. If you don't like it, cool. Look at another one. (laughs) And, uh, but yeah, so just make your own shows. Do your own research on shows and just do it. And if you guys need any help on curating or hosting a show, feel free to ask because, again, we're open books. That's why we're doing the podcast too, just because we want to share what we know with everyone. And uh, if there's a question that you might have, let us know. Hit us up. Uh, LosRanoGallery.com slash podcast or our contact page on Los Rano Gallery. You can hit us up on Instagram at the LA Artist Podcast uh, or Los Rano Gallery. Um, either one, hit us up. This is Andrew Rano, also known as Art Studio. I am Mr. David Rano and uh, thank you for listening and uh, Bye. Have a good one, everybody. You have been listening to the LA Artist Podcast. Feel free to like, follow, and subscribe so you don't miss the latest episode. You can see bonus content on our Instagram at Lorano Gallery, as well as our website, LoranoGallery.com slash podcast. Stay creative, keep creating, and no matter what, be passionate about your art.